0: Good day, everyone. You're listening to Time for Your Hobby, and this is episode 81, Pen to Paper, Voice to Ears. I'm your host, Alex, and today I have the honor to have Elissa as my guest on the show. How are you doing today?
1: You got my name wrong. Elissa. <laughs> no. Elissa.
0: Yeah. Elissa. Dang.
1: <laughs> this is the this is the funniest thing. You know why? Because the entire purpose of the name this is not relevant to the episode, but the name of my YouTube channel and all my social media is it's Elissa, not Elissa. The point is because no one can get my name right so i put it as my name so people can learn it and then people still get it wrong and it's the it's the funniest thing ever so like don't feel bad everyone gets it wrong i just find that hilarious
0: you know what's even worse <laughs> is that before you came here i was watching your videos i'm like i know she does that for her intros i'm like okay elisa right yeah I'm like, I, but I, of course i messed up because you know how you always <laughs> think of the name over you're over- and over-
1: it, then you ruin it
0: yep yeah that's exactly <laughs> elisa perfect yes i will not mess it up again. But yes, she is my guest on the show and she's going to correct me throughout the entire episode. Probably. Uh, but yes, uh, thank you for being here. It's kind of cold outside and she's back in Canada. She's been away for a while. She hasn't, su- I was going to say suffered <laughs> a Canadian winter in a while. You haven't experienced a Canadian winter in a while.
1: Yeah, it's been a few years. Yeah. But
0: you know, we're in a nice cozy room and today we're going to be talking about your hobby. But before we do that, who is Elisa?
1: Okay. Oh, I hate this question. I mean, I love and hate this question because it's like the answer is always too long because everyone has this big, long, dramatic story. But, um, I would call myself a creative person, I guess. Like I'm kind of a hack. <laughs> so it's like i I'm creative, but I'm not like trained in anything that I do. I just like like doing it. And if there's something artistic, I can base i'll be I'll probably like it and try to do it and be like at least slightly above average at it, which is why I describe myself as a creative person. And also it brings me great joy to do creative things. So, you know, my interests uh, surround, as I said, like music, acting, baking, make you know, anything like that, that kind of thing. And so I'm just, I'm a very curious person. I like knowing how things work. I like knowing how to do things and trying to be the least useless human being possible. Uh, (laughs) So that's like a brief little intro to who I am, sort
0: of. That's a perfect intro. That's, you're pretty much saying you're a jack of all trades, which is- Well, <laughs>
1: I'm not <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm necessarily good at those things. I mean, it's interesting. I have had people say like, oh, you're good at everything. And I'm like, no, I'm just decent at <laughs> creative things. I can't do math <laughs> at all. And, and things similar to that, like usually people who are good at math and the other things that they're good at, I'm not good at that. Um, so it's interesting that you say that because people have described me that way before, but
0: yeah. <laughs> so a jack of some trades?
1: Yes, sure. Let's <laughs> let's put it that way.
0: Well, you know what? I'm not good at math either. So uh, we're in the same boat. If we're doing a math problem, we're both screwed.
1: Yeah, pretty much. It's it's pretty bad.
0: But luckily today we're not talking about math. <laughs> we're talking about one of your passions and something you're very creative, creative about and amazing at music not just music itself but it's actually songwriting and singing which i'm tone deaf so you're gonna have to teach me everything about it oh
1: (laughs) i don't know about that um yeah so i mean it's it's something i've always loved and it's tough because as i said because i'm a creative person who doesn't just stick to one thing i like a lot of things i've always ever since existence (laughs) ever since i came into existence have liked to sing have liked acting of like movies of like, you know, like I have memories of like sitting at the computer. I'm sure every kid, most kids have done this, but just sitting at the computer, like seven or eight years old, like trying to write a book, like for who know who knows why, but just like stuff like that. And so I've always, or baking or drawing, drawing is actually probably the creative thing that I'm the best at because it's something I can actually look at and assess more objectively than anything else. Or, where was I going with this?
0: You're a very creative person. You've dabbled with uh, music ever since you were... Yeah,
1: so I'm sorry. And so um, I've loved it ever since I was young. And I've always felt like somewhere deep inside, there's like some sort of talent. Like I know there's like some level of something deep down. I just need to bring it out. And I've never taken it seriously, I suppose. I mean, I've always been kind of serious about it, but I've never... You know, t- been trained. I've never taken lessons. I d- I never learned music theory. Not that I've, most people don't, but you know what I mean? I've always kind of just done it at home because my brother got a guitar when he was like, he's a few years older than me. And then I just kind of said, Oh, let me try this. Just kind of did it like, Oh, can you show me something quickly? And he'll like, Quickly, quickly show me, like, Okay, here's how you hold the guitar. And then I just looked up chords on the internet and just did it, you know? And it's not, I just kind of did it that way. So I'm not trained. And so I always feel like, Imposter syndrome to the max. Like I always feel like, like the fact that you introd and said singer songwriter that scares the lo- like, that scares the.
0: You could swear if you like. Crap out of me. <laughs> I was like, I was
1: deciding. I'm like, wait, can I? Yeah, it scares the crap out of me because it's like, mm. but then you have to be like kind of objectively good to like at least an amount of people, and so that title scares me. But I just I feel like I don't deserve it yet. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's like. I think we have to remember that just because we're doing something that a lot of people are amazing at, we see videos on YouTube all day of people being phenomenal at them, doesn't mean I have to be held to the standard of a professional and doesn't mean that I can't enjoy a hobby just because lots of people are, just because it's a popular hobby. You know what I mean? It's like, why do I feel this pressure to be perfect? I'm not, it's not my main occupation. And so why do I have to feel guilty about it? So I think that's an interesting topic that probably comes up a lot or or might, might have come up before in, in previous episodes. But yeah. So anyway, the point is that I've started taking singing lessons recently, because I want to, first of all, not damage my voice, <laughs> make sure I'm doing things properly and reverse the years of improper technique that I've, you know, tried to learn on my own, because I've had to rely just on YouTube videos. And um, now I, I have a couple of friends who sing a bit, but that's now I never really had like friends who shared that hobby so we can like give each other tricks and stuff. And so again, I've relied on YouTube videos. Now I'm like, okay, singing teacher, tell me, am I doing this right? Because the thing is like singing is really, sorry, I'm talking so much. No,
0: no, 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 by all means, <laughs> say what you need to say. But um,
1: Singing is so tough because it's like, it's so personal and it's literally you, like you are the instrument. So when someone says you're bad, You don't think my singing voice is bad you think i'm bad like i suck you know if someone says my guitar playing's bad i'm like yeah you're right it's not that great but if someone says my voice is bad it hurts so bad because it's internal it's me i'm stuck with these vocal cords. like yes you can improve a lot like you can really improve your singing a lot with training but the general like timbre of your voice the way that your voice is doesn't change and so you're kind of stuck with it whereas with a guitar it's like oh it's external I can see physically that I'm positioning it improperly or I can get a better guitar to get a better sound it's a completely different universe and so I feel like that makes singing more scary you know and so it's tough it's tough to judge and that's why it's like it's one of the hobbies I enjoy the most and I do the most but that I feel like I'm I'm the worst at just because if i If I do one of my other hobbies, like drawing, like I can look at it and be like, "You know what? This is pretty good, like that because I, I usually draw portraits. And so like, you know, that looks like a person. That looks kind of real. Yeah, there are like some issues here and there, but like, no big deal. Anyone looks at it. and like this is this is a side note. but I feel like people need to be able to say, like if they're good at something, they should be allowed to say allowed to admit that they're good at something. And I find this like kind of annoying. But that's something I actually feel like, you know what? Like, objectively, it's above average. Like, I know that. I'm not stupid. But with singing, I cannot tell at all. I really cannot tell. I cannot tell if I'm, like, average or above average or, like, garbage. Like, I have no idea where I stand in terms of skill. And it is so frustrating because everyone wants to feel like they're good at the the thing they love doing. And it's not something that I just like. It's something I've loved forever. It's just, like... I remember sitting in my room when I was like again 7 8 whatever it was like as long as I can remember with my little boombox listening to Avril Lavigne and like singing quietly and being afraid that anyone was going to hear me cuz I thought I'd be bad. And so this paranoia has has been there over the years and I've been still it's you know stayed with me. And so I think that's like it's tough.
0: <laughs> so it's to like a certain point where you not I'm not judging you but like the idea of that you are your own worst critic. And you're always trying to compare yourself to a celebrity that's singing, even though, let's say I would compare myself to Christina Aguilera. My voice cannot be compared to Christina of course Aguilera. Not. Yeah. But in the back of my mind, like I could give that a try. I'm not going to be as good as her. <laughs> but it's that constant fear of being judged. And I um, I can imagine social media does not help as well either, where everybody's just showing their best side. Yeah. And nobody's showing necessarily the struggle of going up. And I saw one of your videos talking about you had a, one of your more recent videos just showing more open side of you talking about your reality and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and you're more open to the reality of that but speaking of which because i talked about social media do you have any social media links or websites that you like to share so people can come support you and see you perform and also (laughs) teach italian
1: yes yes so you know i don't have any music stuff on there occasionally i'll like sing over one of my instagram stories or like sing over a live stream uh, although I haven't done it in a while but the um most i suppose popular social media site that i have is youtube so my my handle everywhere is it's elisa not alyssa so i t s e l i s s a n o t a l y s s a on youtube instagram and then twitter's the same thing just without its because for some reason twitter has such a short like the username space is so short such a pain so um if anyone cares then that's where you'll find me
0: they all care I'm, if they don't care i'm gonna make them care if you're listening to this you have to care you have to care about you me. gotta support elisa see i'm not messing Good. up the name like you know how much struggle i put in i'm like lisa yes you. my face is like sweating trying to figure out Aww. how to pronounce it
1: i just had to correct you <laughs> you because have that's, to of course that's just me like i'm i'm the person that will tell you if like there's something in your teeth just because like i would want people to do that for me like i don't because that, it's much more embarrassing. Like, I'd rather you just tell me straight up. And that's like a, a common theme in my personality of just being like very blunt. So, it's I just, like it. I love life's it. easier that way, in my opinion,
0: anyway. So, so you, my name is Alexandre. So, yeah. it's French, but my dad can't pronounce it. So, he just calls oh, really? me Alexandre. And I'm like, all right, oh. that's cool. I'm still his son. That's as long as he, yeah, says, yeah. he doesn't say, who are you? I'm cool. <laughs> but uh, speaking back to the music aspect, you also write lyrics, I'm right? I'm
1: trying to write. So, <sighs> <laughs> here's the thing like i wrote a couple of songs when i was like around 16 or 17 um which in my opinion are quite bad they're, they're not bad they're just like it's like something i've heard before a million times And it's like nothing new so i'm like eh, it's kind of like boring i don't I'm not a fan you know and i didn't even touch writing for years now i'm starting and over the years i've always like gotten an idea for a song concept and like Ran to write it down, like, okay, here's the concept, here are some lyrics, and then just never going anywhere with it, trying some chords and then, you know, not finding chords that really work. The emotion doesn't fit. And then I just, you know, kind of give up and forget about it. More recently, though, like the past couple of months, I've been trying to write because I just feel like I have this song concept and it has to come out. Like, I need to get it out of me and write it and like figure out how to do it. And so now I'm trying to trying to get into that. And I mean, I wrote one. And it's one of those things that's like, I don't know if anyone would ever like this. Like, it's kind of, it's, it's not weird, but it's not standard either. It's like kind of, it's just, it's it's hard. Like, I just don't even know what what it is. And I'm trying to write something else. And I'm just, I, I'm in the middle of it, you know. I'm in the middle of a song right now. Like, I have the chord progression and like the verse and... Sorry, like the, the the melody for the verse and stuff like that. But I'm just like, it's hard because I don't have equipment that makes it easy to do that. Like, I need a friggin' piano. <laughs> like, I need a keyboard at my home in Italy. Like, I need that, basically. There's a for keyboard those me. right beside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's hard because I'm sitting there with friggin' garage band. And all I can do is use the stupid keyboard that's in garage band with the, the keys on my keyboard trying to, like, the inputs, the melodies, and the chords, and it's like they only give you an octave and a half. So like sometimes I, and it's just, it's, it's not easy. So it's making it harder than it needs to be. And like, it just, it sucks.
0: <laughs> well, actually on that note, I have a thing here. Don't make a mess. Ooh. It's called an Akai MPK, which is, I know it's not a product placement, but it's like a mini piano.
1: Yeah, I need, that's basically exactly what I need.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I've used this when I created music as well. There's even a smaller version, which is just like the keys itself, which is very portable. And I would imagine it does work with GarageBand. This is not a product placement yeah (laughs) but uh actually speaking about the music you're creating i'm so curious about this song Uh, but on this (laughs) uh what kind of music do you do or create like what's the genre what's the story what's the message you're trying to send out
1: i have no idea what it is here's the thing like when i was younger i used to listen to a lot of metal (laughs) i don't really anymore it was kind of like a phase. When I was, um, I mean, there are like some things I'll still listen to, but in general, like it's something that, like, if I listen to it now, it just like affects me emotionally in a bad way, and I can't deal with it. And so I used to listen to a lot of like alternative stuff and metal, and then occasionally pop. And then as the years have gone on, I've moved. Then I moved more towards like indie and alternative, and then now I listen to a lot of pop, mostly because that's the music that's the easiest to sing. And so um, I feel like. I don't even know what it is because it's like the writing style is more pop, but I feel like it has influences from stuff that I've listened to. So my instinct is to almost make a song progressive. You know what I mean? Because I used to listen to a lot of progressive metal. And so with the first song, it's like the... The first verse, like, each, it doesn't even really have a chorus. It's just three verses, and each verse has, like, a completely different melody, like, vocal melody, and things change. And so that's what I mean about it. Like, it's not, like, it's not like I'm, I'm a revolutionary. Like, I didn't invent anything new, but it's also not really what you hear on the radio. So it's, like, disguising itself as pop, but with some weird influences you know what i mean
0: kind of like alternative pop
1: i don't know i don't know what it. I, I really don't know what it is it's not i feel like it's not developed enough yet because again i have like one song that's like let's say i have a demo of a song with it doesn't even have my voice on it i just put like a like a violin to replace my voice for now because i didn't because i keep changing stuff and i don't want to record my voice six million times and then the second song is just like it's just half not even half it's like the chord progression for the verse and the chorus plus the melody for the verse and the lyrics are just like a page of like me being um what's the word like distressed and just like writing like my my feelings down and like it needs to be organized and it needs to fit and it needs to you know I need to play with it a lot so I'm at a stage where it's very new to me and it's not something that just comes out naturally like some things do but but not everything I have to like sit there and work at it and I feel like over time I'll get to a point where it just becomes natural and hopefully one day I'll like write a song in 45 minutes that's decent, that would be great. Um, But for now it's like, I just spend hours just like sitting there like, hmm, let's try this and just experimenting, so yeah.
0: I know the exact feeling, the exact pain spending hours just there like, I like that key, I like that note, I don't like that one. (laughs) Let's scratch and do it all over again. Yeah. Actually on that note, no pun intended, um, (laughs) there's a horrible pun, do you create your lyrics around the song like the instrumental or mm. the instrumental around the lyrics?
1: So it de- okay, so that depends. So actually, so with th- with these two songs spe- specifically because I don't really remember how I did with the ones I wrote when I was younger necessarily, but um so the first song was completely structured around the lyrics, which is probably why the structure is so weird because I wanted everything to like like everything needed to be symbolic in the song. It's weird. So I wrote this poem let's call it when i was i think 17 or something um it was actually for like a school like it was in my shakespeare class and he wanted us to he gave us a line and he's like okay you have to have this line and it has to have four lines in each part and you know it has to follow the iambic pentameter i think it was called so it has to follow the, like da, da 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 it has to have that rhythm and um, it was like good because it for- it gave me some constraints and it forced me to write. And it just like, it felt so good while I was doing that. And then I wrote this poem then I'm- and even years later, I'm like, you know, I actually still like this. Like, I actually think this isn't garbage. This is one thing that's like survived over the years for me. And I was like, and I always felt like I should make this into a song, but because I was so terribly unskilled, <laughs> I was like, let's let's save this for when I'm older. And I like actually know something maybe. And so that song is completely surrounding those lyrics because those lyrics were like important to me. And I just feel like it's something that can relate to so many situations. Like I can see that relating to even different parts of my life with completely different situations. So if someone else heard it, I felt like they might be able to appreciate it, you know? And then the second one, that one is just completely around more the concept. So it's like, okay, here's this idea that's continued to come back. I don't really know a song that's specifically about this so i think this needs to be said so here's the concept i know the emotion now let's create a chord progression that follows the emotion now let's create the melody and make sure it sounds decent and then i'll worry about the lyrics so in a sense i had the concept i wrote down quote unquote lyrics but they was really just like getting feelings out getting ideas out of things i want to i want to say and making them more eloquent later then focusing on on the song sonically and then going back to the lyrics later so, yeah.
0: It's an interesting process. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of emotions. And music is a lot based on emotions. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's just sporadic in the moment. You're like, you know what? Boom. I want to write about this. And sometimes you have to wait a few hours to write about it. Yeah. But I do understand your process. And it's, it's fun and stressful at the same time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, it, but it feels so good. Like it's just it's interesting because I've always kind of doubted myself, but when I'm when I'm like writing something, something feels so right. It's like I f- it it's such a strong feeling. I feel like this is what I need to be doing right now. It's like the universe wants me to do this. It's kind it's of like so a diary,
0: weird. but out of like a song, right? Sort of.
1: You're no, like- but I'm I'm, ta- I'm talking more like. The fact that I'm writing stuff, like the fact that I'm focusing on singing right now at this time in my life, the fact that I'm writing stuff, like the right, just writing in general feels way too good to be a coincidence. And so that's what's kind of pulling me towards it. It's like, it's like a magnet, like a really strong magnet, and I like can't get away from it. And it keeps coming back over the years. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to try my best and not do this stupid thing where I don't do something because I'm afraid to fail. Just freaking do it and shut up. And just, just, just do it because, you know, deep inside there's something in there. It's just, you're too afraid to do it and fail. So just do it and shut up and you won't fail. That's kind of how I'm, (laughs) how I'm dealing with it. So
0: it's, it's your calling. It's your passion. It's kind of, I have a saying for myself, kind of like, that's called the fuck it mentality. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, just do it and then progress from that, learn from that and get better. So like this podcast, this is like my calling. I I get that vibe from your music Mm for my podcast. Like every time I do this, I'm like, I'm passionate. I'm ready. I'm ready to talk and share it to to the world. And even when I'm not doing podcasting, I'm thinking like, what can I do to make this better? Who can I get next kind of like thing? And I got you, which is perfect. (laughs) I got another passionate person, which is actually a perfect segue for my next question. What is the best part about songwriting and singing?
1: Oh my God. You feel like you're flying. Like you just feel like it's, it's, it's the same thing I just said. Basically, it's like things feel right and you feel like more than human almost. It's like you're, you're experiencing being a human in like it's in like its best moment.
0: Almost. Do you feel like it's an out of body experience or you're fully in control?
1: I don't know. I don't know. and I mean, neither, I guess.
0: You're just it's like just, hanging on.
1: It's just like you just feel... What I mean by you feel like you're flying is you feel like...
0: You're on top of the world.
1: Yeah, it just feels good. It feels right. It feels like this feels right. And that's why it's hard because part of me is like, oh, I'm not that good at it. So like, why does it feel so good to do it? And that, that's what sucks because it's like, it sucks that there's so many people who are so amazing at it. And there's some people who are amazing at singing and don't really care for it. And so it's frustrating when you like love something so much and you feel like you're not not even maybe not even good at it, you know what I mean? And so I mean, I don't think I'm terrible. I think that there are some people who might not hate my singing. <laughs> but I just I don't I don't know where I stand. And so it's it's just hard, you know? But I mean, the best thing about writing a song, I mean, I haven't experienced it yet, but I think the best thing would be having someone listen to it and be like that like like just giving them get giving someone an emotional re- response and not not a response of like hating it's a response of like you know oh my god I feel that like I felt that before or like I understand that or they just feel like they've been understood because I mean that's what I get from music you know I feel like I've been understood in a way that I didn't even understand myself and the song helped me like figure my shit out you know and so yeah
0: Speaking of which, so you want people to listen to your song and just give you feedback. How does other people's opinion have an impact on your creations? You're, you're, you're saying you're like you're simply starting your, your whole passion for music now, but you've been doing it for a while. You've done YouTube and stuff like that as well. How do other people's criticism, whether it's constructive or not constructive, have an impact on your passion?
1: Oh, they have a huge impact. I'm very sensitive and I'm trying not to be. I'm so because as I said before, it's singing is so personal. And so it's hard not to be sensitive about it. And I love constructive criticism. Like I want to know, like, I think I, I want to know, like, okay, here's what I liked. Here's what I didn't like. That's what I want. Because there's always something you can improve. But if there's nothing that they liked, then like, why am I even doing it? So what was the question again?
0: <laughs> uh, like, how do you take in people's criticism? As in, I, I'm sure this happens for every field. There's people who give good constructive criticism. And then there's people who just give the stuff that has no impact whatsoever. Yeah. Like, I don't like your singing because you have brown hair. Like, what? <laughs> you don't correlate. They yeah. don't mix together.
1: No, I mean, I, I do take people's criticism very to heart. Not, not to heart. I mean, like, I take it into account very much. So, like, I sent my song demo thing to a friend and i said like okay tell me what you think like whatever and he said oh maybe it's a little bit slow like speed it up i'm like okay good idea let's try it like i'm not afraid to try different things now it depends if there's a specific meaning attached to something i did then um then i'm reluctant to change it because for example you know he said make it faster and i only increased it by like three or i think by maybe five beats per minute or something like not by much just just a bit and he's like oh even faster i'm like yeah but consider cuz consider that the violence is supposed to be my voice and look at the lyrics and think about how fast i'm going to have to say the words so th- there's always a reason for what you do and i want people to point those things out because there could be something i've missed and what happens also is you get so used to what you've created that you can't even tell anymore and you need you need outsiders perspective so i really 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 appreciate constructive criticism and I I seek it out actually so when I am with someone who sings I'm like tell me everything oh my gosh how do you do vibrato can you like how does it work how do you how do you do runs how do you do this how do you like I'm always asking because I just like I'm so thirsty for knowledge and I really do want to get better because I really really don't think I'm amazing and so I know that I have, a lot of things to fix, and I really do want to fix them. And so, I, you know, I don't. Sometimes I might feel like a bit like sometimes my instinct will tell me to be a bit like sad about something because it's like ugh, all I want is someone to say I'm good, not just to say it, but You're I. Good. But all it, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but all I want is to actually be good, you know, not someone to say it, but I want to hear it because I just want it to be true. You know what I mean? And so it's hard when you don't get like the feedback in the format you want it. And the format I want is, okay, first, here's what I like. Okay, I'll continue doing that. Now, here's the stuff I want you to change. And so when I only get the negative, it's kind of hard sometimes. Cause I'm like, so am I bad? Is that what you're saying? You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) So. I bet you, I don't know, I get this feeling. I don't know if you do, but when somebody's like reviewing one of your songs or stuff like that, and if you're sitting beside them, one of the best feedbacks for me it's just watching if they're bobbing their head or just like smiling or just yeah. like it's like it's nonverbal feedback. I'm like, okay, they're liking. If they're like thinking, they're like analyzing. I do a lot of body language reading. Right. And it helps me realize, okay, well, this is where I can improve. And then we talk. But just going when you see somebody just bobbing their head, like yeah. a little smile, you know yeah. they like it.
1: Well, the thing is, I haven't shown anyone anything in person yet. It's always been like, here's the demo on GarageBand. I send it to a friend who lives on the other side of the world. Cause like the friend I send it to is Australian. Hi, Jace. But-
0: uh, <laughs> Shout out to Jace.
1: And um, yeah, he's in Australia. So I, you know, I haven't actually shown to and watched them listen to it. And I've only sent it to him and like my brother, basically. And that's it. Like no one else has heard it because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a chicken shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, but in future.
0: Hopefully. So right now you have two people that are your top constructive criticism critics. Mm-hmm. The ones that are actually helping you grow. Yeah, for now. Well, that's good. You don't need like the whole world as your audience because everybody has their different preferences. Like I was saying before, some people will love you because of this. Some people will hate you because of that. Yeah. But it seems like you know who to look to for good feedback because they want to see you grow. Yeah.
1: I mean, look, I don't need everyone to love me. It's just that everyone has a different style and not everyone's going to like your style. That's normal. And some people do have a style that's kind of universally enjoyable. Like not many people will say, oh, Ariana Grande can't sing she objectively can sing you know what i mean (laughs) and maybe you don't like her music but she can sing well okay um maybe you can you can argue on how perfect her her technique is or whatever but it's like she sounds good okay and so i don't even need to be at that level um i just want to be not garbage (laughs) basically i keep repeating myself but You know, that's kind of the point. So eventually when I gain more confidence and I feel more secure about a song that I've written, then I will share it with more people. And the idea was, um, well, I figured out that this Australian friend actually used to be in a band and I didn't know. I thought I was sending my stuff to someone who knew nothing about music because the point for me is to get different perspectives. So I want the perspective of someone who like writes music, someone who like loves listening to music, but doesn't play it. Um, You know, I want different perspectives or someone who's like not even crazy about music. That way you get all the different perspectives and see who likes what, you know? So
0: I think I could be wrong, but I feel like uh, many, many years ago you sent me some of your songs. No. Yes. Because that's how we got connected through family. But I remember you used to sing and guitar and I saw some of your videos. (sighs) Yeah. You mean
1: my old YouTube videos of me singing? Oh, no. (laughs) those were so oh those i deleted those i
0: still have my first songs on youtube (gasps) up right now it's cringy but no
1: those are so i don't even have them actually i wish i didn't delete them i wish i just kept them on private but those were from what i remember they were really bad and cringy i like them no
0: yes (gasps) i actually did Oh, my God. Because when I look at, listen to other people's songs, I don't try to compare them to another artist. Wait, no, no,
1: no. You, did you hear original songs or you heard covers of me? I
0: think it was originals.
1: No. I don't think I've shown anyone nope. my originals ever. It's been a
0: long time. But I remember you, there's videos in your bedroom with a guitar. No,
1: videos, I never never put originals. They were covers.
0: Okay. If it was a cover, I never heard that song before.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) To me,
0: it was an original.
1: Oh, okay. I made it original. (laughs) But it was good.
0: I liked it because it was the effort you put into it. That's what I actually enjoyed.
1: Oh, please. Don't give me that effort thing.
0: You put so much effort. Oh, (laughs) my God. 110%.
1: But the thing that bothers me about that is, like, anyone can put effort into something and still be bad.
0: But you put passionate effort. You can put, like, I can put an effort doing the dishes, but I can be angry doing the dishes or I can put in like passion doing the dishes. I'm not comparing you singing as doing dishes, but you could see that you're very passionate about it. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes, but there (laughs) still has to be some objective things in place in order for it to be good.
0: It's the objective that you, I think I saw like two or three videos. Mm -hmm. So the fact that even after the first one, you made another one and made another one. So for me, what I really enjoy whenever it comes to an artist creating stuff is the idea that they keep on Trying whether they it was good or bad, the idea that you evolve. Like I have what eighty one episodes of podcasts. Like I'm not blaming my guests, but I I sucked as an interviewer <laughs> at the beginning. I still suck now, but no. the, the fact that I keep on trying is what I find admirable for myself. That sounds very egotistical and cocky, but no, it doesn't. It doesn't
1: <laughs> at all. No, but I mean, I think like we also need to be realistic too, mm-hmm. because I think if you do, if you just talk about effort, then it doesn't mean that you should quit. But like people can still be bad and so like although you appreciate their effort, it doesn't mean like I think there's a difference between appreciating the effort someone puts in and actually appreciating the, the end result like the product. Mm-hmm. So my question is did you appreciate the product the end result
0: From my recollection, yes if you were to ask me what the actual melody was yeah I couldn't remember yeah but I do, I do remember the little feeling that I did enjoy it
1: oh and I think well, I showed it to, I showed it
0: to my sister and... no
1: way oh my gosh that's embarrassing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, the fact that I like to sh- I shared it with people shows yeah. that oh, I really liked it. Wow! But I could, if if you do remember the song, I wouldn't mind uh, listening to it right now if you were to sing it. <laughs> I'm, I'm <kidding>. not singing <laughs> over this podcast. Dang! I, I tried. I
1: think one of the songs I did was Yellow by Coldplay, or or The Scientist. I can't. Remember. It was one of those Coldplay songs, and definitely something by Avril Lavigne. I remember that for sure. Yeah, so good times. So but it
0: must have been like, what, nine, seven or ten years ago?
1: I-, I was like 15 or something or 16. I think I was 16 when I was putting those videos. And the funny thing is that when I look at 16-year-olds now who are so good, but then I look <laughs> at myself and it's like, okay, me being 16, putting those videos up, kind of like being shit, in my opinion, being shitty but not realizing it and like kind of being blind to the truth reminds me, would be like those people when they're 10 years old putting videos on the internet, like people now who are 10 years old putting videos on the internet, like that's how I feel, like that that level of like not realizing what you're doing, that's how I feel like what I was at 16, if that makes any sense.
0: It does, but it's kind of like the idea like when our our parents were looking at, or even we look at kids that are like two, three years old are using iPhones like better than we can. Yeah. yeah it was just the idea that they were introduced it, introduced to it a lot earlier or they've been exposed to it more there's all these situations that made it i feel like i'm trying to educate you you, you know what you're doing i don't need to tell no, you anything. No, no, my <laughs> point is just
1: that like i feel like oh i was so young but i'm like i was 16 like I wasn't that young like i should know better um <laughs> i should have been more aware of like my skill levels what i feel and so I feel like those are really embarrassing, and I I did find a cover actually on SoundCloud, which is private, so you're not gonna find Damn it. Damn it. But I found, and I, I'm actually considering re-recording it so I can compare, Um, it, it was an Avril Lavigne song again, and I, I found it on SoundCloud and I was like, oh, uh, cringe, oh, well, at least I've improved. Like, it, like, it actually made me feel better because I'm like, oh, I'm better now. Thank God, I was 19, now I'm 25, so thank God I improved in friggin' six years but um yeah
0: see but that's that effort aspect but we can go back and (laughs) forth i long story short i appreciated what you did you shared it with me which you didn't share with a lot of people i think and i really liked it and i can't wait if you're willing to share it i can't wait to hear your new stuff that comes out oh god (laughs) and speaking about making new stuff would you ever consider writing songs or singing with somebody else or you're more the type to do it uh solo
1: Oh, I would love to do it with someone else. That would be really fun, especially because I'm so new at it. That I feel like at the beginning I could learn so much from someone else, and uh, like especially in the writing at the writing department, I could learn so much and like bounce ideas. I'm I'm really the type of person that does really well when I can bounce my ideas off of someone else, which is why like to my bro- I sent my brother like friggin' ten, like I would change something and send him a version, change something else, send him a version. Like I I just like that's the way I am I really enjoy other people's input and so yeah doing something with someone else would be great because I can you know especially someone who does music who can be honest with me and really tell me like no that's not a good idea oh yeah that's a good idea so I so I know when me doubting myself is actually accurate uh you know what I mean so yeah I would be totally open and happy to like write something with someone I think that'd be really fun
0: my wife doesn't write, but she does sing, and she used to be in a band, <gasps> and she plays the piano. Really? So if maybe, I don't know if she Ooh, would be down, but uh, honey, fancy. if you're interested, <laughs> my guest, Elisa, will be more than happy, right? Right?
1: Oh my gosh, yeah, that would be so fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Now I just put her on the spot. But no, today is not about her, it's about you. Yeah. What would you say was your biggest challenge when you actually first started? First started what? life. No, I mean, (laughs)
1: existing.
0: Uh, Existing, yeah. No, uh, more just songwriting and singing. So both separately.
1: The challenge? Yeah. The challenge is never not being able to judge yourself. So um, here's the problem with singing because it's so internal, the way that you hear yourself while you're singing is literally different than how other people are hearing you because the sound is traveling through your skull and it's it's changing and you're hearing the sound coming out your mouth back into your ears and you're hearing it vibrate in your skull. And so you are literally hearing something different and that's why when you sing, you sound better to yourself. This is for the viewers, not for you because I'm sure you know. But <laughs> um, you literally sound better in your head because of that because when it goes through the microphone, you're not hearing the vibrations in your head and it makes it sound more weak. So when you sing, you always feel like it sounds more deep and more powerful. And then when you actually listen to it recorded, you're like, oh, why does it sound so much weaker? And so that's the issue is not being able to judge myself and being so used to my voice that I can't tell if it's good or not. Like, does this sound good? I have no idea. And so I would say that's probably the biggest challenge because I have to rely on other people to tell me what's going on you know
0: I, I completely understand where you're coming from like when i'm editing this i'm editing my voice and my my guest's voice as well i go into so so many details like i zoom in so much i'm like why does that sound weird do i sound weird there do, <laughs> what does that sound weird? my guests always sound amazing so no comment on that <laughs> but uh for like i don't know about you but i try when i listen to songs i did i listen to it on different devices just yeah, to see yeah. how the audio comes out so like the phone the speakers my head i'm like all right do you do that too
1: Oh yeah. Oh my god. I yes. <laughs> I definitely listen to things on headphones first. That's what was my first run and then after I listened on speakers and stuff and actually when I sing, especially when I'm in Italy, I I basically use the, you know, like a voice memo no um app on my phone and I sing a song and I'm recording it. And every song is recorded. Every practice of every song ever when I sing. The only thing I don't record is like obviously warming up. But every song I practice is recorded and then I wait a few hours so I kind of do- I I kind of detach from what I just heard myself sing or even listen to it the next day sometimes because sometimes when you listen to it right after it sounds better because you you you're relying on your memory of what you sounded like more than what you're hearing. Mm-hmm. And so I'll record myself and later on listen to it and judge, try my best to judge and be like, "Okay, what was good about this? What was bad? Am I straining? Am I in tune? Uh, Stuff like that. And so I rely a lot on (laughs) <laughs> on that. But mostly when I listen to myself uh, sing, I do it on headphones. But um, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, actually, you brought up a really interesting point talking about straining your voice and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And there's some people who prefer to sing in the morning when your, voice is, your vocal cords are relaxed. Some people mm-hmm. in the evening. For you, do you prefer doing singing in the morning or in the evening? And also for writing, do you prefer creating in the morning or in the evening?
1: So singing more towards the middle of the day is the best point. Because, well, at the, it, it depends. So in the morning, <laughs> if I have tea right before, but still, I'm usually not in the mood to sing in the morning yet. It usually takes like a few hours for me to have the time and like be in the mood. And I just feel like my voice is at its best in the afternoon. Whereas now my voice can get a little bit like uh, vocal fry Um, <laughs> And so I, in, in order to avoid vocal fryness, I prefer not to do it late. But, um, yeah, so singing definitely in the middle of the day, I would say. Writing, this is a good, like, this is a creative time for me. Like, er, like kind of evening is, is a creative moment. When it starts getting dark, um, but it's not too, too late, I start to, like, get ideas. Like, even now, I feel, like, kind of inspired. So
0: Oh, yeah. good. Hopefully, I helped out with that. Uh, if not, <laughs> uh, no? Like, me, for back in the days when I used to create instrumentals, sometimes I'd start, like, at 6 p.m. and finish at, say, 6 a.m.? I'd stay over the night but for me it was like the late nights because my brain would just go into like this autopilot and instead of overthinking i would just do stuff i'm like oh cool and then the next day i come back to it like oh that's actually good or what was i thinking that's horrible have you ever had one of those moments where your brain just goes into autopilot when creating something you're like instead of like overthinking
1: when i write vocal melodies i don't i just i just start put let my fingers go And then I'm like, oh, how did I do that? And then, yeah, so so that does happen to me sometimes. But definitely not a night person. I don't, like, maybe if I've started creating around this time and I keep going for a few hours into midnight or one o'clock, yes, but I don't start late. I'm just not a night person and I get tired really early. And so it's not the right time for me, which is, which is surprising because most people say that they're really creative at night, but I'm just not.
0: (laughs) You're an afternoon creative person. Yes. And back to the challenge aspect, what is your current biggest challenge?
1: I don't know. It's like, it's, it's kind of the same. I feel like it's all, it's just like, I don't know what my level of skill is. And I don't know if when people give feedback, if they're honest with me or if they hold back because they're afraid to hurt my feelings. And so I just never know if I can trust anyone's opinion of it and I read too much into it because like you know even like with with my mom, hi mom, but like uh <laughs> shout out to mom. You know, <laughs> like you know I'll sing something for her and then she doesn't I don't know, she'll be like okay, yeah, this song is better. But I'm like, "Okay, but like do I sound good?" Yeah. I'm like, "What the hell is <laughs> that?" that pause, I'm like, dot, dot, "Okay, dot. so am I bad?" I didn't say that, to Elisa. And I'm like it's just like you know what i mean i like read too much into everything she says and it's like okay is she not saying is is she trying to like not hurt my feelings or is she just being honest and not saying i'm you know what i I just i Mm -hmm. have no idea what to think of about anything and so whenever somebody says like that they like my voice i'm like shocked like genuinely shocked like i'm not i'm not I'm not trying to be humble, I am genuinely shocked. <laughs> and so it's it's just everything is hard. Like absolutely everything is difficult, but it's also magical and fun. And so it's just it's it's just a roller
0: coaster. A roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. But yeah, I do agree that you do have a nice, soothing voice. Like I said at the beginning. Well, of that's the episode, my
1: speaking voice. But, no,
0: but speaking voice. And I'm sure if we have a chance, are we going to hear the singing voice? No. No, okay, no we're, right. not it. Hear the, <laughs> we're not going to hear the singing I voice. I have to give it a try again. <laughs> Maybe one day. But yes, you have a very welcoming presence. You're, Thank you. We haven't you. seen each other in a years, I guess. Yeah, years. Two years. Since More. No, you, yeah, when I got married. Oh, you yeah, came yeah, to yeah, my house. Yeah, because yeah, of the wedding okay, dress. The so yeah, whole thing. Yeah. You guys don't need to know about that. But either way. Yeah, you have a very welcoming presence, and I feel like you bring that same passion and effort, the two things that I am focusing on, into your songs. But
1: enough about that.
0: (laughs) So for you, I'm sure singing has stressed you out and songwriting has stressed you out. What have you done to de-stress do you just walk away or do you just try to work on a different song do you do exercise eat food watch tv i don't know create a rocket ship
1: (laughs) (laughs) what do i do to de-stress when it comes to singing so well that's the thing i mean singing itself is not stressful like it makes me feel good but again the comments not not feeling like feeling like I'm not confident about it, yes can make me stressed. So when I'm writing something and I feel frustrated with it, like, or I feel like I'm not moving forward, like it's no problem. I just stop I'm like, oh, I'll get back to it later. Even if it's 10 minutes, even if it's five minutes, if it's six hours, if it's three days, it doesn't matter. I just, I I don't have a problem putting it down and going back to it later. Because, um, especially because it's so convenient. It's just on in GarageBand and I'm always on my laptop all day. So I can just open it up quickly. It's not like I have to do this this grand setup like if i have to set things up and record my voice that's a pain in the ass then if i'm going to do it i'm going to do it and finish but because it's just on my laptop i can easily put it away so yeah i just do something else i just close it watch some youtube videos or what i might do is um watch videos specifically on songwriting because the thing is like i'm just starting to learn a little bit about music theory and so that's actually i forgot to mention that earlier that's why i stopped for so long because i didn't know what i was doing and i'm like okay i at least need to know the basics at least i want to in order to write a song properly like i was like okay don't you have to like choose a key or something and then like choose chords that fit the key and then like choose a melody that fits the key you know what i mean like i'm like okay i know these things connect but like i don't know anything about anything and so, you know, I, I've, I've learned the, some of the, some of the basics. And so now I can actually, and now I feel more free. So that's the thing. The knowledge is very freeing because before I was just scared of like, I, I know you can hear it. If you, if you have some sort of musical ear, you can hear if something's wrong and it doesn't fit, but I still wanted to know it logically so I can attack it from different angles. But uh, anyway, as I was saying, I might just like watch a video on songwriting and, um, And that might like inspire something or, you know, here's how to write a melody. And like, it just kind of sparks an idea and, you know, it just, it just works or I'll just do something else. Like, it's not, I have no problem stepping away from it.
0: That's good. That's a good, uh, I'm the opposite. I like, I try to just hammer it down until I get it and it just gets worse and worse until I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll just step away. Yeah. But on that topic, I'm not going to say note again. <laughs> Has it ever happened that you, let's say when you're creating your song, there's a certain key you want to reach. And when you're recording, you just can't get that key, no matter how much you try. So you try to alt- change it up.
1: Oh, like with singing, like I yeah. can't reach a certain note?
0: Yeah, like for the, the speed or just the combination. You don't hit the note you want.
1: Wait, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Go back. Were you singing with songwriting or with just singing in singing, general? Singing, Oh, if I can't hit a note.
0: Like not necessarily like a just high pitch, but like just any note, like you planned it in your head, you want to re- achieve that specific note. It just doesn't come out or it something? It just doesn't come out.
1: I mean, I, how do you, how would you say it? Um, no,
0: it doesn't. You, like you hit every note.
1: No, 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 it's not, it's not that. I mean, I don't have that high of a voice. Like I have like a, I'm, I'm probably a mezzo-soprano. Like I'm probably, I don't think, I don't have a high voice. I don't have an extremely low voice either. I'm probably somewhere in the middle. My range is actually not bad. It's just, does my voice sound good in general? Is the question. Although I don't really have any problems singing loud and and kind of high, but um, according to my mom, it doesn't sound good. <laughs> Elisa, you sound good when you sing like nice soft songs. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Actually, it's funny. I experimented so because okay, so I I created this like half-assed karaoke setup at my house. Um, Just with like a mixer. My brother did it just with like a mixer and some microphones that we had and we just connected it to the sound system plus my laptop and and I've been enjoying that. And so uh, anyway, whatever we were we sang the other day for like six hours straight, like both of us back and forth, me and my mom. And um,
0: does your mom sing? Well,
1: no, (laughs) Uh, she's cute, but she's like it's funny because she. It's like we're this we're the same in the sense that she's always liked to sing, but she's always felt like she sounded bad, and so she never really tried. She has kind of a cute tone, but she's very flat. And I actually, I I'm better at it now, but like I tend to fall flat when I sing. It's really annoying. But anyway, so I started instead of singing the songs I was singing earlier, which were more loud, I started. I'm like, okay, she's like Elisa, sing something soft. I'm like, okay, Billie Eilish. So I just I start. I went through like. 10 Billie Eilish songs, every single one. Mom, do you like it? Yeah, it's nice, this one. So I'm like, okay, so you like Billie Eilish, you like Taylor Swift, because I was singing Taylor Swift songs and she said she liked it. I was singing um some songs by Julia Michaels and she said she liked those. So I'm trying to see like, okay, what artists does the does someone else consider like songs that fit with my voice? And mm. so I was kind of doing that. But um, anyway, you were saying having trouble reaching high notes. It's not that I can't reach them, it's that, um, they apparently don't sound very good. Or like my voice is not strong enough, maybe. So it's like good and bad. <laughs> so
0: It's a lot better than me. I could tell you that. It, you could probably picture with this deep voice, well, I cannot reach any high notes. Yeah, that's the thing.
1: That's the thing. And so you need to find singers who who have that voice.
0: Louis Armstrong. Yeah. Uh, that's and I mean. think to myself, <laughs> exactly. what a wonderful world. Frank Sinatra. I'm just in that tone. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Also, on a more darker side, Mm -hmm. what are some misconceptions about people who write songs and also sing?
1: Oh, the first thing that comes to mind relates to YouTube. And I I guess it's sort of only half relevant to the question, but this idea that like if you're a YouTuber, you're not allowed to make music because it's like... There's this thing on the internet that's like oh, another YouTuber trying to make music, and I'm just like, do you, this is this is that was what a good people Disney don't. Voice.
0: <laughs> <I like that. laughs> the thing <laughs> is,
1: this is what people don't understand. Creative people tend to like more than one creative thing. Like even you, you were like always into music. Now you're doing this podcast thing. I'm sure you have other creative things you like to do. Creative people don't just stick to one thing necessarily. So why are people so surprised that actors also sing or singers like to act or YouTubers like to sing? It's like half the people on YouTube have wanted to be singers or actors or do whatever. And they just use YouTube as one of their creative outlets because they can actually do it and be visible. And then they're like, okay, well, now that I have a million subscribers, maybe I can actually make a high quality thing. And then people are like, like, why is she trying to sing now? You know what I mean? And I just find that so unbelievably irritating. So I think that's, that's kind of a misconception more about creative people in general, that they like have to stick to a box. And uh, yeah, that's what I have to say about that.
0: So for music and songwriting, what has it taught you in life? If you had to say one big thing it taught you, what would it be?
1: Um, have fun escaping your destiny. It will piss you off until you do it. So just do it and shut up and stop being a baby. Um, (laughs) it's
0: kind of like that uh, you don't want to be left with what if
1: yeah it's like just do it just do it Do it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) shout out to Shia LaBeouf we did a bunch of shout outs in this one (laughs)
1: yeah 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 for sure yeah just like you know if you really really love it go find a way to get good at it go work your ass off like just find a way because if you really really love it and you don't do it you're you're gonna suffer I mean as long as you're a creative person because I've been scheduling creativity into my day it's like especially when I was in Italy now my schedule is a bit weird because I'm here visiting but I will literally schedule like okay from one o'clock to three o'clock I'm like just working on singing or something like that or or whatever and I've noticed that I'm so much happier because of it because I'm making time to do something that's so essential to my personality and so part of the core of who I am and that creative stuff is who I am partially obviously there's a lot to every person but you know what i mean it's one of those things like if i if i could never never do anything creative again it would just be so sad and so schedule it into your day stop being a bitch and just do it
0: (laughs) are you talking to yourself or talking to other people right now (laughs) Both. i like it
1: i'm doing it for anyone who needs to hear it and needs anyone to give them a nice kick in the ass because, you know, sometimes we need a nice kick in the ass. And so sometimes I feel like nowadays we're like, you know, it's good to be sensitive in certain situations, but also sometimes you need a nice kick in the ass. It depends on your personality, but I'm the type of person that needs a nice little kick sometimes. I'm and, not going to kick you. Yeah. I'm not going to no, kick you. No, but like and <laughs> need someone to say like, just shut up and do it mm-hmm. and I'd be like, okay, yeah, you're right. And so anyone listening, shut up and do it. <laughs>
0: This is the part of the episode where I shut up and I just (laughs) and I just do it. Oh, man. Kick myself in the ass. Yeah, pretty much. It's one of those back kicks. And uh, so we asked this at the beginning of the episode. We'll ask it again here. Do you have any social media links or websites that you would like to share so people can come follow you, support you, like, share? click, I don't, everything in between.
1: Oh, we do this twice? Yes, so,
0: it's a one at the beginning and one okay, at the end. Okay, sounds
1: good. So all my social media is it's Elisa, not Alyssa. So it's E-L-I-S-S-A, not A-L-Y-S-S-A. Uh, so you'll find me there on YouTube, on Instagram, and on Twitter, but without the it's at the beginning. And yes, that is where you can stalk me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, in that oh, case, and
1: oh. if you do, sorry, if you do find me, Please send me a message or tweet me saying that you were sent by this podcast because I'm very <laughs>
0: curious. Well, hopefully this, this episode coming out in March, I think.
1: Holy crap, yeah. March?
0: Yeah, I record way ahead of schedule. Oh
1: so this God. is episode
0: 81, but I've just released episode 68 last Sunday.
1: That's a long time.
0: Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's ahead of schedule, but I like to prepare just in case anything happens like yeah, to my voice. Sure. So, But I do give a heads up. And yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, by all means, give give her a shout. Give Elisa a shout and she'll give me a shout or shout at me and I'll shout out. I will I'll tweet shout
1: you out. back <laughs> and message you back.
0: There we go. And uh, yeah, so for the last question is a question that-
1: Oh no, it's over already.
0: Well, we could make it last longer. With... Okay, what's your question? <laughs> the question is, do you have any questions for me about songwriting or and singing?
1: Ooh, I like this question. Okay. <laughs> do you still sing? <laughs>
0: Uh, I recorded a song last week, Oh! but I'm going to be like you and just say, no, You can't listen to it. <laughs> um, like You're going to send it to me. I recorded it, but I think I might have to re-record it because yeah. I have to edit it differently and I'll try it because it's been a long time since I made a song. I did mm-hmm. more instrumentals recently rather than doing actual songs. I created intros for other podcasts as well, mm-hmm. but uh, my wife likes to say I'm tone deaf. <laughs> I I think I can sing a little bit. Yeah. If it's if it's not if I'm actually tone deaf then it's my confidence that's making me sing.
1: And people yeah. are like,
0: "Alex, shut up." I'm like, "No. The world needs to hear my voice."
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I first of all, I need to hear that and I will give you my honest opinion if you want it. But you know, um it's actually a really 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 low percentage of the population that's actually tone deaf. Because tone deaf just means if you hear two notes you like can't tell the difference. Mm. And so you're not tone deaf, you just need to train your ear to hear yourself. And so actually the good thing about that karaoke thing, that karaoke setup is I hear myself as I'm singing and so I correct while I'm hearing it, you know? And so that could be beneficial for you. But if you want I'll let you know what I think about that. But that's cool that you that you're doing that. Hee hee, I feel so understood. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> um, we
0: we share the same struggles. <laughs> so so
1: so what do you find difficult about singing?
0: Uh, for me, so I don't sing as much. I do more rapping. Yeah. Like I have tried the singing part and I still haven't found my groove. Right. For, because my voice is deep. Yeah. But it's not too deep. Well, it depends on who you ask. Yeah. And so I'm trying to find my groove and a singing coach would definitely be helpful. If you yeah. can teach me how to do it uh, by singing a little bit right now. So I'll try to mimic. No. It. Damn it. Third <laughs> no, time.
1: We could definitely like, I, I know enough to be able to give some advice to other people who have never been given advice before like i know what you're supposed to do um so i could definitely give you advice on like breathing because keep in mind that singing is like at least 80 percent breathing or something like breathing is almost everything and that breath you just did was wrong
0: (laughs) should i spit Um, it out
1: (laughs) so basically you have to like if your chest is moving a lot that's like the wrong way to do it so the natural way has to be like very very low, like as low as possible. So anyway, you know this could be done outside of this podcast, but um, I would love to like chat with you about you know the proper way to, to to do that because I I'm so passionate about it. I love it. I love even though I'm not the source of all information, but like I love sharing too. it with other people. Because well, because I've I've nerded out about it more than you have probably because you're focused more on maybe the songwriting or the rapping, mm-hmm. and I've nerded out more on the singing. So. I could definitely help you with that. What about what what do you find difficult about songwriting?
0: Song oh God. Uh and did you did you stop?
1: Did you go through a big gap where you stopped?
0: Yeah, actually I did. It's just that uh since I moved here I didn't have the enough room. Well now I do. Because I have a bigger piano, I didn't want to cover yeah. the whole desk and it just that's fact. And when I recorded at my parents' place, it was in the basement, it was cold. It yeah. was just <laughs> It was just, just
1: annoying. It wasn't a nice, like yeah. cozy situation.
0: Yeah, but now I don't have an excuse. And now you're telling me to just shut up and do it. Do it. <laughs> kind of ironic to shut up but sing. But yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And here's the thing I'm trying to, to learn as well. It's like, it's okay to write a bad song and throw it in the garbage. And so far, I'm not accepting that with these first two songs because the concept is too important to me. So, but I, I also need to take that on advi- that advice as well, but it's okay to mess around and throw it in the garbage because like I've been watching uh, so many interviews of, uh, about singers and stuff and hearing them say like, I wrote 20 songs and threw them in the garbage before I wrote one good song. So I'm like, why am I expecting myself to have the first song be amazing? You mm-hmm. know, like I shouldn't, it's not fair to myself. So, so yeah.
0: Well, I was just looking back because I still have my high school book where I would just walk around and just write songs and Mm. I've wrote like maybe 50 songs in there and a lot of them have not been released but it's just the idea of creative writing and just write 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 and then pick up one because like you said not every song has to be a number one billboard hit
1: yeah for sure for sure yeah and and one of the things I'm doing to practice actually um is writing remember I talked about writing a book when I was seven well Mm -hmm. I'm writing a book for fun it's just like a like a novel with with a friend of mine who writes and i find that it helps a lot just to write because the thing is it's it's quantity obviously it's quality as well but you know a song you're focusing on like such a small text and a small short thing and trying to perfect it whereas with a book it's like this big idea where you write so many words and so the fact that there's so much writing helps you to kind of just write and like Just accept that, you know, I can write this sentence and change it after. So it kind of makes you feel more free. Mm -hmm. And so I find that really helpful as well.
0: One thing my dad taught me, not necessarily for songwriting, but just writing in general when it comes to essays, he told me to just write. Write. It's a lot easier to fix something if there's something there than to fix something if nothing's there. Yeah. So the idea of just writing down and then you can just change it. Like, oh well, I don't like that word. I can replace it with that word. Yeah. So it's a whole process.
1: Yeah, yeah. And like don't be afraid to change the melody. Like in the first song, like the, the the melody in the first verse, I like just completely flipped it. It was like, it's completely different than it was in the beginning. And the other one stayed more or less the same. But like, don't be afraid to change things and like keep two versions, you know, and then ask other people like, what, which one do you like more? So I guess the point is play and be like a child in the sense that, you know, children aren't afraid to make mistakes and just like play around and do stuff. And that's why some kids... Are held back even less and some kids are freaking amazing at things because they just don't care so like you're alone you're in your room don't care make mistakes make it oh my gosh i'm like quoting the magic school bus <laughs> make mistakes <laughs> get messy uh you know like do that and that's something i need to do as well so i'm glad that you're you're like getting back into that so when did you so when did you write it how long did it take you to write it and how did you go from the concept to the recording
0: phase Um, For my most recent song, I probably wrote it uh, seven, eight months. No, probably a year ago. But what I like to do is challenge myself. So I wrote three verses where each last word rhymed with the word nation. Oh, So it's like, why do we live in a world? I can't even remember the way. Why do we... Oh, I can't even remember the lyrics. Ah, oh, off of my top.
1: You're on the spot.
0: Yes, I'm on the it's spot. It's my but fault. I'll show it to you later. I'm making just, you nervous. But I always <laughs> like to challenge myself when it comes to writing stuff. Uh, I tried rapping extremely fast. Yeah. It was hard. Um, I tried singing. Yeah. Still learning. Yeah. But it's uh, it's always a challenge and it's always the effort and the passion, like I mentioned. <laughs> hint,
1: hint, hint, hint. Hint, hint. <laughs>
0: So uh, yeah, there you have it. Another body with a hobby. Thank you, Lisa, for just coming on and just Aww, nerding out with me. Thank you for about, having me. It was amazing. We just we made a new connection about listening to me sing horribly. Aww. I'm still dedicated to listen to you sing mm-hmm. again one day. It's been yeah. over maybe, what, 10 years since I heard you sing? Oh my
1: God, that's crazy. That's cra- <laughs> I can't believe I've known of you for 10 <laughs> no, years. N- none and of, of my like, existence. <laughs> yeah, like I've I've just known of you and we've never like we saw each other only because you had like you had to be at my house for something Mm -hmm. and it had nothing to do with me
0: you know what i mean (laughs) and this is like the first time we actually get to hang out
1: yeah this is the first time we actually talk in
0: person that's so weird well, it's going to happen more often, right? Well, obviously. Obviously. like Yeah, but how long are you here for?
1: A month. Well, I'm li- well. now it's like, uh, yeah, I'm leaving January 10th, so we have time.
0: By the time this episode comes out, she's already back in Italy or yeah. somewhere else in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to learn more about her, you can go check her out on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, tum- Tumblr. App. No, I don't have no Tumblr. No, that's it. Anywhere else. Facebook. She, Facebook. Oh, Facebook? I forgot to
1: mention Facebook. Yeah. Throw it in. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's I have a, it's my Facebook page. So it's the same thing. It's Elisa, not Alyssa. So. That's perfect. Yeah. I'll put
0: uh, put that all in the description below so people can go check it out. Yay. Support, follow, like, thumbs up, plus sign. I don't know what's considered <laughs> anything that's positive. You
1: need to like write a list. Yeah,
0: <laughs> just have it right beside me. Yeah. And if you'd like to be on my podcast or have any questions at all, you can send me an email at timeforyourhobby at gmail.com. And of course, if you think this episode's going to be helpful for anybody, by all means, share with them because they might be going through a hard time and she's doing like a magical jazz hands. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> I'm dancing.
0: Yes. So yeah, you know what? This episode might help people out. You know, I you hope sing- so. Singing and songwriting can be an escape from reality, or just bring you back into reality and yeah. just feel more free. So once again, thank you to. So, so once again, thank you so much, Elisa.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. It was wonderful.
0: So until the next episode, make some time for your hobby. Take care.